All right, welcome back here to the Easy Money Sports Podcast. Um, back for another episode today. Um, it's just gonna be me, good solo. Um, uh, first of all, I just hope everybody's out here staying safe. Um, today is Labor Day. Hope you're enjoying your Labor Day. Um, right now, you know, it's the end of summer, last little cookouts and everything like that. <laughs> that's um that's going on and everything. So hopefully everything is going well with that. Um, like I said today, just gonna be me on the episode for today, you know, kind of a last minute thing, but also just to wanna try something out real quick. But um I know right now everybody's been watching basketball and the playoffs are going on right now and we're in the semifinals. We're in the semifinals here in both conferences. Um, but for today's episode, this is for the football fans because the NFL is starting up here on Thursday. Regular season kicks off Thursday between the Super Bowl champion Chiefs and the Houston Texans. Um, so there's going to be a great matchup to see. So today, what I am doing is what I've kind of done like every other year, but this time I'm putting it on a, <laughs> an actual platform to see. So I'm predicting each team's record by each conference, each division, every team, all 32 teams. I ain't leaving nobody out. And, you know, of course, some I'm going to spend some on some teams longer than others. It is what it is. And once y'all hear this, you know, y'all comment or y'all respond back to me. and Y'all let me know. Tell me where I'm wrong. Because I'm pretty sure I'm going to be wrong somewhere. I know for a fact I'm going to be wrong somewhere. <laughs> I, I know for a fact that I'm going to be wrong somewhere. So I, it might be a team that I'm real high on. And y'all might be like, nah, they're going to flop this year. It might be a team I'm sleeping on. And y'all going to be like, man, you being disrespectful. They're going to they gonna do this. They're going to do that. So, you know. Man, basically, just tell me where I'm wrong. Um, so I like to start off in the AOC. Um, I think it's an easier conference to kind of get through and breeze by first. Um, so I let's start off in the AOC, and I'm gonna go with the AFC East. Now, these records, you know, what I'm saying, might look a little funny. It is what it is because you know, after a while, you get confusing. Where, well, I got confused. <laughs> where I would be like, oh. This team is that record. This team is that record. But like, wait, dang, I thought I had them doing this, doing that, or whatever. But hey, it's all good. This is this is a different season compared to any other season, just because there hasn't been any preseason, so we haven't seen anybody play. You know what I'm saying? We haven't seen anybody play, so all we can do is just go off of, you know, <laughs> faith pretty much, or. What do you think a team is going to do or what they did in the offseason? So that's the thing. So I'm going to start off in the AFC East. And like I said, after I get done, I post this, bro, on, on all the uh, on my streaming platforms that you can to catch on, on the podcast. Let me know. Like, you know what I'm saying? Let's, let's, have a, let's have a battle about it. Tell me where I'm wrong. Tell me where I'm wrong. Tell me who I'm wrong about. Now, I won't go into, like, who got a playoff spot and who won't, but you hear the different records and you'll see because, you know, this year they're adding an extra playoff team in each conference. So it's going to be seven teams in each conference. So now that seven seed gets a chance to get in the playoffs and the one seed is the only team that gets a bye. Everybody else has to play in the first round just about. Everything, everybody else, the one seeds get a bye week. 
two through seven all playing technically the wild card round so let's not waste no time let's get right into it i'm gonna start off with the afc east so in the afc east i got the buffalo bills winning the division at 10 and 6. um the reason why i picked them to go at 10 and 6 at, at first at first i was thinking maybe that they would go 11 and 5 or 12 and 4 but um of course, the, the Cam Newton signing for New England kind of swayed me a little bit, but Buffalo also doesn't have the first place schedule that New England has. Buffalo has the second place schedule. Um and, and they kind of got, you know, they kind of got some favorable um they kind of got some favorable matchups for them that I like. The reason why I ended up going with them um 10 and 6. They got some favorable matchups on their schedule uh, for the for the 2020 season. Um, I think most of their hard teams, if I'm not mistaken, that they got, they get them they get them at home. I mean, now they do play the AFC West this year, so they didn't avoid Kansas City. Um, but they get but they get Kansas City at home. It's a Thursday night. Who knows? But I still don't think they'll win that. I honestly think they'll go four and zero before they have their first loss. I think they're gonna you know beat the Jets, beat the um, Dolphins beat the Rams and beat the Raiders and then lose at Tennessee. Um, so I think that Buffalo will go 10 and six. They will win the division. It's going to be a little rough after their bye week because, you know, they got um, at one point they get the 49ers, the Steelers, the Broncos, New England towards the end of the year. And then you just never know where Miami's going to do. We saw what they did last year in New England. The last week of the season so after their bye week is kind of tough they, they second half is pretty hard seattle arizona uh chargers 49ers steelers broncos new england again and then and, and finish with miami so their first half is kind of easy that's why i think them getting off into that that 4-0 start is going to be the difference of them winning the division and going 10 and 6 um this year so i got the bills going 10 and 6 in the afc east um, I got the Patriots right behind them at nine and seven. So I got the Patriots at nine and seven just because um with their schedule, it's uh it, it starts out pretty tough. And they also have they got the first place schedule. So they're playing all the first place teams. So they're playing Kansas City, they're playing Houston, they're playing uh Baltimore. Um so it's not going to be easy for them. And although Houston is probably going to backtrack a little bit, that might be the only like first place game that they can get. Um, but also playing the NFC West doesn't make it any easier. So they got Seattle, they got San Francisco, they got LA, and you know every every some people are liking Arizona right now as a sexy pick to make some moves or whatever. But I got them at nine and seven, and. Them at nine and seven with Cam Newton, that might get them in the playoffs just because of it being an extra team, an extra team getting in that probably would get them in the playoffs. And honestly, how I got it looking at the rest of the AFC, I think they will get in compared to how I got everyone else. They might get in. Um, the Dolphins, I got coming in at third at five and 11. Um, I think they're going to. Start off slow. Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to be the starter. He might get them a couple of wins in the beginning. Um, 
But I think, of course, by the time halfway the season gets done or if their schedule is just looking – I mean, not the schedule, but if their record is looking very, very terrible, uh, which it possibly can be because, they, I mean, their first eight games they got – they start off with New England and Buffalo. They get Jacksonville. After that, they go Seattle. Back-to-back weeks on the road to San Francisco and Denver. Um, then they get back-to-back home games with both L.A. teams. That's not easy. That's going to be tough. Um, but they're, they're, they, they're going to improve. I think they're going to get a couple more wins than they did last year. Or did they go? No, they went 5-11 last year as well. I'm tweaking, y'all. <laughs> they went 5-11 last year too, didn't they? Yeah. So they're going 5-11 again, but they won't be in last place. They won't be in last place. The last place team I got in the AFC East is I got the Jets. I think the Jets are going to be bad again um, this year. They just got rid of what they you know traded Jamal Adams to Seattle. Um, even though Le'Veon Bell says that Adam, him and Adam Gates, you know, are fine. There's no problem. I'm not quite sure. I'm not quite sure. I don't know about that. Um. I don't really like Gase as a coach, and I'm not even a Jets fan, but I don't like it. I think they, they barely get three wins. I say three and 13, but they won't have the worst record in the NFL. Um, so that's what I got for the AFC East. Uh, I think the Bills, since, I mean, now, I will say this. I wouldn't be surprised if the Patriots somehow find a way to win the division again for the 100th year in a row. I wouldn't be surprised at that. Um, because, you know, this is uncharted territory for the Bills. They're right now kind of being picked as the favorites to win the division. And, you know, they won 10 games last year as well. Um, and, you know, made it to the playoffs and was up up 16-0 on, on Houston. So um, they definitely had a chance to um, do, do some damage in the playoffs if they wanted to last year, but didn't. And I mean, this year they're kind of like the the favorites so far to win the division, um, just because of the moves that they made. I mean, getting Stephon Diggs from Minnesota, bringing him, him bringing uh, Josh Allen a a true number one target now. Um, I mean, their running backs Devin Singletary, and um, and and the way that they're going to run the ball, Josh Allen can still run on his feet, um, and you know. Like I said, them having the second place schedule, so they're only playing all the second place teams. So they're playing Denver, they're playing um, the Titans. They're you know they're only they're, you know they're playing uh, who was second in the North last year? Was it the Steelers? Yeah, they're playing you know Pittsburgh again. So I mean you know somebody in some of these same teams that they're playing they beat last year. Um, you know different circumstances. It is what it is. Now you know telling how stuff is gonna go now, but um. They they might be okay, but then again, they could come back to earth and be the Buffalo Bills of old and not do that well and end up maybe being five and eleven like Miami would be in it. Miami could be better. So that's the thing about this year, man. This year is very unpredictable. We we really don't know because we haven't seen anybody um play. There hasn't been any preseason games. I mean, there's been a couple of injuries here and there, but no one no one major on anyone's team so far has gotten hurt outside of the Chargers again, but we'll get to them later. Um, <laughs> so I think 
that's how the AFC East is going to go. I think that the Bills will still find a way to, you know, uh, go with the um, predictions or go with the, uh, what's the word am I looking for? Go with the hype that they're getting to win the division, to be picked, picked as favorites to win the division. I think they get it. With Cam Newton being the starting quarterback, if Jerry Stidham was the starting quarterback, I probably wouldn't give New England this many wins. I don't think I would give them nine. I probably would have only gave them maybe six or seven and probably would have gave a couple more to either the Dolphins or the Jets. Who knows? I don't know. I would have divvied it up that way. But having Cam Newton there, I think they're going to get out to a slow start because their their uh first half of the schedule is rough. But the second half is pretty smooth sailing. Um, so I think once they get their groove going, he knows how Cam would know how to adjust up there and i think they'll find a way just because the afc east isn't necessarily that competitive um so i think that nine wins would get them enough and that might get them in in the playoffs again and they'll make the playoffs again and if they do that at that point you probably should just give coach of the year to bill belichick because i mean he's the goat um so that's my picks and predictions for the afc east Got the Bills at ten and six, the Patriots at nine and seven, the Dolphins at five and eleven, the Jets at three and thirteen. Tell me where I'm wrong. I know Patriots fans gonna be like, "Bro, we got Cam Newton. What are you talking about? The Bills don't know how to do nothing, everything like that." It's probably gonna be some Dolphin fans like, "Bro, we got Tua. He gonna probably come back and do something." I don't, I don't know about any Jets fans. I think Jets fans know our hope is lost, but <laughs> that's neither here nor there. On to the AFC North. Um. So last year, we know that basically um, the Ravens ran away with that division, ran away with it going 14-2. Um, I think the Ravens still get first place, but they'll they'll come back down. There's a couple of games that they'll lose. I got them going 12-4. and four. Um, Of course, the weapons that they added on offense, adding getting J.K. Dobbins in the, in the draft to add on to their running game with Lamar Jackson, with Mark Ingram. Um, Marquise Brown, Mark Andrews, um, they 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 have the pieces there, of course, to stay on offense. That's building around Lamar Jackson. If he gets better, making better decisions, being being a legit better passer. Yes, he led the league with thirty six touchdowns last year, but I mean, their first couple of games he threw like ten of them <laughs> against Miami. So, uh, you know. The schedule is going to be harder. I mean, they had a first-place schedule last year, too, but they got it again. Um, the targets is on their back. Um, they get Kansas City early again, I think. Um, and, you know, they got to deal with Pittsburgh. Um, you know, they won twice against Pittsburgh, but there was no Ben Roethlisberger. I think this year they split with Pittsburgh, and they'll probably – they're going to possibly even split with Cleveland or, or – um, one of well, I got one or two of their four losses are definitely from Kansas City and Pittsburgh. The other four, uh, I can't remember exactly where I gave them in that, but yeah, I see twelve and four for, I see twelve and four for the Ravens. Um, you know, I just don't think they're not gonna fall off. They're not gonna fall off that bad. Um, they got a they got a couple of revenge games. I mean, they got a revenge game against the Titans. They start off with Cleveland. Cleveland was. One of the two teams that only beat them in the regular season. They lost to Kansas City and Cleveland. Those are the only two losses they had in the regular season. And then they lost in the division around to Tennessee. So they got the revenge game there. Um, 
the only other game I could possibly see them losing, other two games, like I said, they could possibly split with Cleveland and Pittsburgh. Or they could end up losing to Philadelphia. That's on the road. That's not going to be an easy game to to play. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that, that all in all, not too bad of a schedule, but I think still enough to get them in first place. I think the Ravens still go 12-4 and four and get first place in the AFC North, win the division for the third straight year. The team that I think is going to come back and come back hard is the Steelers. I got Pittsburgh going 11-5. and five, So that's guaranteed. I got them guaranteed in the playoffs. They got one of the wild card spots already with 11-5. and five. Um, I think Big Ben is going to be healthy. I think he's going to be fine. They're going to think about it. They went 8-8 eight and eight, uh, last year, and they quarterbacks were Mason Rudolph and Duck Hodges. All they needed was a more capable quarterback, and there's a few games that they probably would have won, and they might have been in the playoffs last year compared to maybe uh, Buffalo or um, or um, who else made the playoffs last year. But I know Buffalo was a six seed, or no, they were a five seed. Tennessee, yeah. So maybe they might not would have gotten in Titans or – the Titans might not would have got in if the Steelers had a capable quarterback and the Titans might not would have had that run that they had um, to get into the playoffs if Pittsburgh just had a capable quarterback back there to help them out because that defense kept them in a lot, in a lot of games. Um, so I think this year the Steelers will go 11-5. and five. I think they make the playoffs as long as Big Ben is healthy. I think Juju Smith-Schuster will have a bounce-back year. I mean uh, – now, the running back position, I don't know because James Conner is always hurt, but I think they have enough. And then that that, that defense was just, man, honestly, like, marvelous. Uh, Cam Hayward, Minka Fitzpatrick, T.J. Watt, <laughs> who I thought, you know, possibly could have been defensive player of the year. He might have my vote again. He might get my vote for defensive player of the year this year as well. Um. So with Pittsburgh, I, I think they make a comeback. I think they're one of the teams that take take somebody else's playoff spot who was in last year, and they come back in. That's who I got at second place in the North at 11-5, Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, Cleveland, I got them at 8-8. Eight eight. Um, I was never honestly sold on Baker Mayfield. Um, I just don't think he's the guy. I didn't think they should have drafted him at number one. But, you know, and, I mean, he showed his flashes his rookie year. And last year was pretty um, – last year was pretty inconsistent, pretty bad. But I just – I just don't know. I just don't know if they have enough to get back and try to get into the mix of the – well, no, they'll be in the mix of making the playoffs. But I just don't know if it'll be enough. And I got them at 8-8. Eight and eight, um, Honestly, got them at eight and eight. I just don't. I don't know. It's very inconsistent. Um, like I said, I think they'll split with they'll split with Pittsburgh. I don't think they'll beat. Um, I don't think they'll beat Baltimore at all. Um, I think they'll mess around and beat some teams that they're probably supposed and wasn't supposed to beat. And then I think they'll lose the teams that they should beat. Um, that's just Cleveland. I don't know how else to put that. That's just Cleveland. I think they're going eight and eight.
And then rounding out the AFC North, I'm going to go with the Bengals to go 5-11. and 11. I think they're going to improve. You know, they only went 2-14 and 14 last year. Um, I think they'll improve by three and get three win, three more wins this year than they did last year. Um, they can be sneaky good. I don't like I said, not making the course, not to make the playoffs, or not to go from worst to worst to first. That's not gonna happen. Uh, but I can see them spoiling a couple of teams' chances of trying to make the playoffs if they want to make a playoff push. Because if AJ Green is healthy, that's the thing. If A.J. Green is healthy and if that offensive line can protect Joe Burrow, that team can possibly put up some points. I mean, look at the weapons that they have for Joe Burrow. You got Joe Mixon back there in the backfield. Um, I think, you know, they still got, if I'm not mistaken, they still have Giovanni Bernard um, as a capable, you know, good third-down pass running back, running back who can block as well and catch out the backfield. Um they drafted T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, A.J. Green. That that trio of receivers right there. If all can stay healthy and that offensive line can can be better than it was last year, um, Cincinnati can make a, make a little noise to to scare some people, and then their future could be looking real bright um, in the next three to four years. Because I mean, honestly. When I saw their schedule, um, most of their wins are probably going to come in the beginning of the year. Um, they start off against the Chargers, against the L.A. Chargers. That's a winnable game. Um, you never know about Cleveland. Jacksonville, they're tanking. Let's just, let's just keep it a bug. We don't know about Indianapolis um, yet with Phillip Rivers. Uh, <laughs> they play Washington. They got the Giants. All winnable games. At the end of the year, we don't know how Houston may be. Uh, Baltimore might have the division wrapped up already at the end of the year. They might not want to play anybody. So, I mean, they, they they got a lot of winnable games on their schedule that can help them improve. They'll get more than two wins for sure uh, this year, and I think, uh, I think Joe Burrow will put them on the right place. Not quite sure about Zach Taylor yet as a coach, but um, they'll definitely be on the, on the right path of um, being able to, you know, win a few games, and for, you know, your fantasy football owners, they might help you win a fantasy uh, football championship as well. So that's something that you got to look at for sure. So uh, I think the Ravens, like I said, Ravens win the division. They go 12-4. and four. Steelers get the wild card spot and make the playoffs at 11-5. They might end up being the five seed. I think they'll have the best, the best record uh, as far as uh, wild card teams. Uh, Browns will be in contention for the playoffs in playoff positioning. I don't know if they'll be at that seven spot or not. Um, it's tough to say. Tough to say, but they'll be in contention. I just don't know if they'll make it. I don't think eight wins will get you there. I think you need nine at least to get in in the AFC. I think you need nine. So eight and eight might not do it for them, but yeah, eight and eight for the Browns. And then um, five and 11, I got the Bengals. So once again, Y'all let me know. Tell me where I'm wrong. Because I might be. Just tell me where I'm wrong. But <laughs> moving on. Um, moving on to the AFC South. Honestly, this is always the hardest division to do in the AFC. Because um, honestly, like, the teams are, like, good. But they're not great. So none of them never really, none of the teams really separate themselves um, in the beginning or at all. <laughs> 
So everyone literally has a chance at least the first four to five weeks every every year for these past few years. You just never know. Um, I mean, when Andrew Luck was in Indy, it was common, like almost a guarantee that they would make the playoffs. Um, but, you know, who knows? Um, so for me, who I got first place, I got the Titans. Um, I got the Titans going 10 and 6. I think they finally cracked the double digit. They've been like 9 to 7 for like the past four years now. I think this year they finally cracked double digit wins. Um, their schedule is is uh is pretty favorable as well. Um I think they got a chance to start off probably I think two and oh, three and oh, um right in the beginning of the year, if I'm not mistaken. Well, no, take that back. No, they don't. They're gonna lose. They're gonna lose that first game to Denver. I think Denver is gonna surprise them, upset them. And get a win just because it's Monday night football. It's a late game. It's out west in the altitude in Denver. Um, that's a revenge game for Jarrell Casey. He might go off on them. And Drew Locke, Kamsa, and, and all those guys on offense for the Broncos could possibly sneak around and get them one. So I think Tennessee gets done to them what they did to Cleveland last year. And I, excuse me, and I think that. The Titans start off 0-1 against Denver. But I think going into the bye week, you know, they'll be kind of sitting there even at maybe like 3-3 three and three, um, because, you know, they got Jacksonville, Pittsburgh. They, they get Buffalo at home, Houston at home. Um, then, I mean, their next string of games, I mean, they get Baltimore on the road um, in November. That's going to be tough. I think they split with Indianapolis. I think they split with Indy. I think they split with Houston, or they might even sweep them. Um, but they would probably beat everybody else. And I think they'll finally hit double digits. They'll get ten wins. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, hopefully, if he can. I don't know if it'll be the same exact magic, but I think they'll kind of make a little run like they did last year to get them in. I think it's gonna be close all the way down to the end for this division. It might come down to the last week of the year like it did last year um, to see what might happen. So, I, 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 I but I think the Titans has enough and the big signing of Jadavion Clowney. I mean, they got Tiny, they got Tannehill locked up. They got Derrick Henry locked up. They got Jadavion Clowney for the cheap. They got him for the low. One year for 15 mil, that's, that's cheap for a defensive end for him. That is cheap. Um, they got Big Beasley, Jeffrey Simmons. Um, I mean, the, the defensive line is 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 pretty nice, uh, even without them missing or not having a Jarrell Case anymore. That defensive line is nice. I think that they have enough to go ahead and get the division and get ten wins. I, nine or ten might get you this division. Is 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 one of those divisions? They kind of, they're like I said, they're good, but they're not great. You know what I mean, but Tennessee has a chance to kind of make themselves one of the um, contenders, possibly, possibly. I don't know. I still think it's a gap between uh, Kansas City and Baltimore. I think those are the top two teams in the AFC, and after that, it's a free fall. Uh, well, not a free fall, but I think it's definitely a, a, a reasonable gap between Kansas City and Baltimore and then the rest of the AFC. Uh, so I'm going with Tennessee to win the division, to win the AFC South to go 10-6. 
Second place, I'm going to go with the Colts. Honestly, they started out like 5-2, and 6-2 and two last year with Jacoby Brissett. Think about that. And there's no disrespect to Jacoby Brissett, but um, I still think you would pick Phillip Rivers before you would pick Jacoby Brissett if you needed the quarterback. And, um, I mean, he got hurt. Jacoby Brissett got hurt. And that's kind of what sprung them down and them not being able to make the playoffs. They finished 7-9. I think they flip it. They go 9-7. They get two wins that they didn't get last year. They get it this year with Phillip Rivers as long as he's not turning the ball over. Now, that's the thing. He turned the ball over a lot in L.A., and he had some great weapons. He had Keenan Allen. He had Mike Williams. He had Hunter Henry. He had uh, Austin Eckler, Justin Jackson, Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon came. Um, Melvin Gordon came um, along later on in the year, but he's no longer there. He's in Denver. Um, but I – oh, wait. I'm tripping, but <laughs> – I'm thinking about the Chargers, but Philly Rivers is now with the Colts. So now, he, but I mean, he's had T.Y. Hilton, um, Jack Doyle. I mean, he got a good running game with Marlon Mack, one of the best offensive linemen. So we'll see. I mean, but he was he basically I was talking about he was turning the ball over down in in L.A. a lot. So as long as he's not turning the ball over in Indianapolis, he can be okay. I think they'll be all right. I think they get nine wins as well. I think they go nine and seven, and I think that they're fighting right there along with Cleveland and New England and a couple other teams and fighting for those last two playoff, the last two, three playoff spots. Um, the team who I got that's not going to make the playoffs this year is the Houston Texans. I think they fall to seven and nine. Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien, Bill O'Brien, I, I don't know. I mean, as a coach, he's a he's a nice coach. He's a good coach. I, I'm, he's okay. As a GM, I don't know what he be thinking. <laughs> I don't know what Bill O'Brien's thinking. I mean, he just basically traded their best player, traded with one of their top players. He traded a. DeAndre Hopkins to Arizona. So DeAndre Hopkins is no longer is no longer in Houston. Now, granted, he did make a trade to get Brandon Cooks to come from LA from the Rams to come to Houston. So there's Brandon Cooks. They have Brandon Cooks, Ronald Cobb. I think he came from Dallas. Um, there's, you know, Will Fuller. There's Kenny Stills, but they ain't they ain't no DeAndre. They ain't no Nuke Hopkins. They not Nuke. So I don't know. That's the thing. I mean, he still got Duke Johnston in the backfield. But I will say this, Deshaun Watson, he's kind of like he's to me, he's getting to be one of those players where he's going to he make the team better and they might not be that good. Like he's been doing it for a minute because honestly, there's a lot of times where like then the offensive line has been terrible. They've given up a ton of ton of ton of sacks. He's been getting beat up a lot. So that's the thing. Their offensive line is still shaky. Um that's that's the bad thing about it. The offensive line is still shaky. They traded away Hopkins. I mean, they got a nice, a decent receiving core, but there's no one to pose as a number one threat. Maybe Cooks, but we'll see. Run. I mean, the running game is all right, um, but that offensive line is shaky. It's terrible. Is JJ Watt really healthy? Like, what can what can they possibly do? I mean, I I think that. 
you know, Deshaun can make them better than what they can be, but I don't know if he can overcome this as well. Um, so that's why I got them going seven and nine. And the team who I think is going to be the worst team in the NFL this year, there is the writing is on the wall. Jacksonville Jaguars, the writing is on the wall with them. They are tanking for Trevor. Okay. So Duval, Duval County, get the hashtag going. Y'all are tanking for Trevor. I noticed what it is. Just, I mean, just, it's, it's amazing if you think about it just three seasons ago. That's coming up on the third season now. That three seasons ago, this team had a magical run, went 10 and 6, won the AFC South, um, was able to defeat Buffalo in a defensive struggle game um, with Jalen Ramsey making that, that game winning interception against Tyrod Taylor. Beat Pittsburgh twice, beat them in the regular season, beat them in the, in the divisional round, took them out. And was literally one quarter away from the Super Bowl against New England. Literally was up 20 to 10. Was one quarter away from going to Super Bowl. Going to Super Bowl 50, what would have been, what was that, 52? Would have been 52? Was it 53? I don't know. What year was that? The 2018? Yeah, so it would have been been Super Bowl 53. Um, Literally, literally, no. Yeah. Oh, whatever, 52, 53, whatever. They were one game, one quarter away from the Super Bowl. Literally up 10 points. And now, and they did that with Blake Bortles. And now they are, they basically just cleaned house. They traded away Jalen Ramsey to the Rams. They just traded uh, Ngakwe to Minnesota. They got rid of their starting safety. They just released, they released Leonard Fournette. He's with the Buccaneers now. Calais Campbell is going on with the Ravens. <laughs> I, I, I mean, there's literally like no one there <laughs> anymore, just about from that uh, AFC championship team. So and they got Gardner Minshew in as quarterback. Um, they let Nick Foles go. Clearly, they're tanking for Trevor. They they want Trevor Lawrence. They're tanking for Trevor. They're trying to send Trevor down there to Jacksonville. Um, two wins. I see them going two and fourteen. Um, I I I started to just give them one, like I did the Bengals last year, and the Bengals went two and fourteen. I'm gonna give them two. I'm gonna say they go two and fourteen, and they're getting the number one pick. They're gonna be right there getting the number one pick, tanking for Trevor, Jacksonville Jaguars. So I think the Titans win the division in the South. I think the Colts get in the playoffs possibly. Uh, if Phillip Rivers isn't turning, isn't isn't a turnover machine, uh, I think Houston take a step takes a step back. I don't think they can recover from losing Hopkins, but I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Deshaun Watson was able to able to get uh, able to get um, get them in the playoffs, able to get the Texans into the playoffs because you know he's 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 that kind of player, so. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, on to the AFC West, the last division here in the AFC, where you got your Super Bowl champion Chiefs, you got the Chargers, you got the Raiders, that's now in Las Vegas, and you have the Denver Broncos. Um, once again, I think the Chiefs are going to go 12 and 4. I think they're going to be first place um, in the West. Um, possibly. Possibly the number one seed is BB. Yeah, it, they'll actually off the tiebreaker. I have them as the number one seed. I got them beating Baltimore. Um, so I think that Kansas City will go twelve and four. 
I mean, <laughs> they pretty much signed everybody. Didn't lose, didn't didn't lose anybody. Got everybody's deal done. Got Pat Mahomes' major deal done. Got a uh, got Travis Kelsey a deal done. I mean, they pretty much have everybody. The only person they lost was Lashawn McCoy, but I mean, he wasn't even playing that much for them later on like that. Um, that defense is still intact. The you know it, it's a legit chance that they might possibly repeat. I don't really have to go on and on for that. Now, what's so great is is that um, they play the NFC South this year. The AFC West does. So uh, we're going to see Mahomes against Brady. We're going to see Mahomes against Breeze. Uh, this is it's, it's going it's going to be nice. And then he's also still playing Watson. Um, he's still playing Lamar. So. Uh, they're playing a lot. Kansas City is playing a lot, a lot, a lot of great quarterbacks um, on their schedule this year. Like I said, they got they they play. They're playing. Um, they're playing Lamar. They're playing Deshaun Watson. They start off with them on Thursday against Deshaun Watson. So they get these are the quarterbacks that they're playing. Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson. Cam Newton, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Matt Ryan. They're playing a lot of great quarterbacks. And then they might get they might get a rookie um towards the end of the year in Justin Herbert. Might. Um, so a lot of great quarterbacks that they are playing on their schedule this year. And they get they get what? They get three out of those first four. Quarterbacks like within those first four weeks, they get Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson, and Cam Newton throughout those first four weeks. Um, and then later on in November, they get Tom Brady. That's that's gonna be lit. So, a lot of quarterbacks that they're playing, so the defense has to get ready, they need to get ready. Um, but I think that they'll you know they're still talented enough to go ahead and get that one seed again. I don't think they'll suffer from a Super Bowl hangover. Um, I don't think they will. So they're going 12 and 4. Um, next, I have the Las Vegas Raiders. I have them in second place, but I have them going 8 and 8. Um, I think I know no one is really talking about them like that. Um, everyone's kind of hyped up. In this division, everybody knows it's the Chiefs' division to win. Or to lose. And um everyone's kind of hyped up on like Denver because of how Drew Locke played towards the end of the year last year and the moves that they made with um you know having Cortland Court um Cortland Sutton and I mean, yeah, I yeah, Cortland Sutton and uh having Sutton and having um who else did they draft? Drafted Jerry Judy. Um you can see like basically they've been building our offense. What they're trying to say is we gotta keep up with the Chiefs. We got to try to score with the Chiefs. Um, that whole division did that, though, actually. So that's the thing. But I don't know. I'm not really just that sold on the Broncos just yet. I think the Raiders would be better than the Broncos. So because um, with them drafting uh, Henry Ruggs, I think Derek Carr is a capable quarterback. Um, that defense is going to be sneaky good. Um, and I think they have a chance to be in the conversation to try to get to the playoffs as well. I think they'll be right there fighting along with uh New England and Baltimore. I mean not Baltimore, I'm thinking about the Colts, Indianapolis, 
um, in Cleveland. I thought those, those teams right there, I have it nine and seven, eight and eight. It's a chance that they could possibly get in there. You know, a game could flip here and there for them. But I got the Raiders going eight and eight first year in Vegas. I think they're going eight and eight. Right after that, I got the Broncos. I got the Denver Broncos at seven and nine. Um, I, I I do I do like Drew Locke. I do, and I think that they're going to start off pretty well. But I think they're they're it's like the part of their schedule that scares me is honestly in the beginning. <laughs> in, in the in the beginning, they start off with Tennessee, Pittsburgh, Tampa Bay. Now, who knows? They could catch Tampa Bay because it's still early in the year. They might catch them there. Like I said, I think that they will get past and beat uh, Tennessee opening out, but I can't see them beating Pittsburgh. Um, they got to go on the road to New York and New England to play the Jets and the, and the Patriots. They'll probably beat the Jets, but the Patriots game is a toss-up. Um, you know, the bye week, after the bye week, they're playing, you know, they they, they, they finish up with um, mostly a lot of division games. Um, they could go here and there. I think they split with Denver. I think they'll probably sweep or maybe possibly split with the Chargers. There'll be a couple of wins here and there that they'll get. Beating Miami, beating the Jets. The, the, the Tennessee win is one win that they'll get, but, you know, I can see them losing to Atlanta, losing to the Saints, losing to Buffalo, um, those teams right there. Um, so promising, but I think they go 7-9 again like they did last year. I, it's just I think it's just a whole bunch of teams um, that's that's better than them right now. So I think Denver we're gonna go we're gonna go seven to nine with Denver. Uh, and rounding out the AFC West, the Los Angeles Chargers. I mean, because every year they are hit with the injury bug. Someone is always tearing up their knee, tearing up their meniscus, tearing up their ACLs. Achilles. I mean, I don't know, man. Darren, Darren James, Darren James is starting to become another Jason Verrett for, um, for uh, for the Chargers because he's out again, torn meniscus. I mean, every time you look up, he is hurt, and that is tough for them because they need people out there. I mean, you know, Joey Bosa is, is great for them. They have a great defensive line with Ingram and Bosa. A promising young quarterback, possibly with Justin Herbert, but obviously Tyrod Taylor is going to be the starter um, week one. But we all know how he plays. I don't know if he's going to take enough shots for them. There might be some guys open. You know, they got Keenan Allen. They got Mike Williams, Hunter Henry, Austin Eckler. Um, it's a nice, nice, uh, nice plethora of, of, of weapons that they have. I just I don't know. I think Tyrod is going to, you know, just be a filler. He's going to, you know, possibly play for a few games. Um, but if they're struggling, like I think they're going to struggle because I got them going 6-10. and 10. Um, It's not too bad of a struggle, but 6-10. and 10. Um, It might be after a while they just say, you know what, put the young kid out there. Herbert might end up playing by, um, by November or December maybe if – the Chargers is not looking too good and they're not in contention. Is there's nothing else to play for? Just go ahead and put him out there, get him some reps, get him some experience. Uh, because he he might as well go ahead. Because I mean, I don't think that they're gonna make the playoffs. 
And that's sad for them because of just two years ago, them going 11 and five and, uh, you know, making their run that they did to the divisional round and, and taking care of Lamar Jackson in that wild card game a couple of years ago. Um, I just don't see the Chargers really improving that much because um, people can't stay healthy. So 6-10 and 10 for the Chargers. So my divisional winners, I got the Bills, the Ravens, the Titans, the Chiefs. Um, and from what it seems like, the wild card teams are going to be the Patriots, the Steelers, and the Colts, from what I got it. That's what it looks like that I have. The teams is going to make the playoffs, and right outside of it is going to be um, the Browns and the Raiders and Broncos and Texans. Everybody else is kind of, eh. So that's where I'm at with for the AFC. Once again, y'all tell me where I'm wrong. I know I'm going to hear something about a few teams. Y'all tell me where I'm wrong. Now, on, we're going to go on to the NFC. And honestly, man, the NFC is so hard to predict because you just never know. And, I mean, I have quite a few teams this guy that's 9 and 7, 8 and 8, 10 and 6 that might not even make the playoffs, maybe. 10 wins might not even get you in. 9 wins might not get you in, depending on your division. Um, This is tough. So, I think there's going to be a lot of teams that's going to get left out. And I got a shock for y'all, I think. I got a team that people might think they're still going to be good. That I don't think they're going to get back into the playoffs. But I'm going to start off with the NFC East. Um, In the NFC East, I have both the Cowboys and the Eagles going 9-7. and seven. I don't know who gets that tiebreaker yet because I had them both splitting against each other. So I think they both want to split. I think they're both going to split for sure and definitely um, go 9-7 and seven just because of both of those teams are always inconsistent. Um, they always start off, strong, start off slow and everything like that, and they win games they're not supposed to win and lose games that they're supposed to win. So you know how that goes. So I got both of those teams going 9-7. and seven. Who wins the division? I don't know. <laughs> um Part of me wants to say that it would be the Cowboys. Um, but part of me wants to say the Eagles. But whoever is winning that division for the 9-7, that's going to be the only team that's going to get in. So, I, like I said, whoever both teams are going to go 9-7, but one team is going to be happy that they went 9-7 and got in. One team is not going to be happy that they 9-7 and didn't get in. So, we'll just settle that with that. Um, rounding out the NFC East, um, I think the Giants are going to go 4-12. and 12. Um, They got a chance to probably be even better than that, maybe maybe five, six wins, um, but definitely not a chance to make any real noise and uh, make the playoffs. I mean, they have a you know, great backfield, Saquon Barkley. Um, Evan Ingram is one of the you know top tight ends in the league. Daniel Jones is a young quarterback who got his feet wet last year, so another year playing, he'll be able to – um, get better. He has to cut down on the turnovers, though. Um, I just don't know about them defensively. I just don't know. And then uh, their new head coach, Joe Judge, I mean, never seen him coach before, so we'll see. I mean, it's a learning experience, but 4-12. Uh, and, and 
I got Washington at three and thirteen. The Washington football team. Um, it's a lot. It's just a lot off the field that's going on there. Um, I mean, Ron Rivera. Don't know if he'll be able to be uh, actually on the sideline to coach, dealing with his illness. Um, I mean, Dwayne Haskins is he the guy? Not quite sure yet. We don't know. I mean, they just released Adrian Peterson. Um, it's 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 just a lot of distractions and a lot of toxic things that's going on in Washington. So I just think it's a lot of stuff that's going to like distract them, like off the field. They won't help them really perform on the field. I I just don't see them really getting any better. So three and thirteen for Washington. Um, the NFC North is going to be tight, but I think it's it's, it's still a two team race. Um, I still got the Packers winning the division. I got them at 11 and five, even though what worries me is that they didn't really improve at all. They wasted a first round draft pick on a quarterback. That's not going to play right now in Jordan Love. And there's no disrespect to Jordan Love, but I mean, gosh, you guys were 13 and three last year. And literally was a game away from the Super Bowl. Why would you not just go ahead and give Aaron Rodgers some more weapons? Give him another, give him another couple of years here to see if he can make one more run and get to a Super Bowl and possibly win the Super Bowl. But seeing it like that, honestly, now you can tell that they want to move on from Aaron Rodgers here within the next two to three years. Um, they didn't get him any help. The only still wide receiver, number one wide receiver, or best wide receiver out there is. Devontae Adams, which is fine and dandy, but, you know, if he's doubled up and can't get open, then who else can really get open? I mean, yeah, they drafted A.J. Dillon, but their running backs was really all right, really okay already. I mean, Aaron Jones, um, Aaron Jones, definitely, um, you know, great. Uh, great, great back there. So I don't know if they really just need another running back, but I still think, you know, them having Aaron Rodgers is enough. Kind of just like the same thing that I was saying about Deshaun Watson. I just think that they'll make them better. They'll just make them better. So I think that'll be enough to get them there to get 11 wins. Um, Minnesota, I have the Vikings going 10-6. and six. Uh, I think they get one of the wild card spots. 10 wins uh, definitely get you in. Yeah, I mean, Kirk Cousins, I'm still not a fan of Kirk Cousins, but, <laughs> you know, Dalvin Cook is the the, the, the driving force. Um, got him on my fantasy team, definitely. <laughs> uh, but Dalvin Cook is the main force, and, I mean, that defense is still going to be that defense. Um, Adam Thielen, even though they lose Stephon Diggs, um, drafting Jordan Jefferson, I mean, not Jordan Jefferson, wrong brother, wrong Jefferson brother, Justin Jefferson, um, I think helps. Um, definitely gives him another weapon. Um, and I, I just think, you know, they'll find a way to uh, get, once again, get 10 wins and make the playoffs. I don't know if they'll win the division, but they could. It's a chance. I think that they'll split. I don't think they'll get swept by Green Bay like, like they did last year, but I think they'll split. This would give them, like, the one game closer. Um, and I don't think that Green Bay gets off and wins, um, only loses three games either. Um, I think they'll lose a couple more. 
this year just because this year they have a first place schedule so they're playing San Francisco playing New Orleans playing Philadelphia it's a, it's a difference and I think this year that they also play um I think that the NFC North is playing the AFC East if I'm not mistaken so there's a couple of teams that they're running into there let me double check that real fast no, they're playing the AFC South, so that kind of, eh, you know, it's okay. But they, they have the NFC South and the AFC South, so there's there's definitely going to be a couple games there that they could possibly lose. So we're seeing Brady. We're going to see uh, Brady Rogers, Breeze Rogers, Ryan Rogers, <laughs> uh, Ryan against Wentz. It's going to be nice. Uh, it's going to be very nice. Good quarterback matchup. And he's playing Deshaun Watson as well, um, Phillip Rivers. Um, so... A lot of good quarterback battles right there. Um, that's that's what we're going with there. So, yeah, Green Bay first place eleven to five. Minnesota second place ten to six. Um, next, I got the Detroit Lions. I think they improve a couple games, but still, just I don't know. Just something about Detroit where I'm just like I don't know. They could be sneaky good because they started off pretty well last year. And they they had Kansas City on the ropes, um, but couldn't get the job done. Then Matt Stafford hurt his back, and it kind of went down here from there. Um, so they could be just like Denver, one of those teams where like they could be sneaking good and actually be good, or they could be just what we think they are, and just an average or below average team. And that's that. So I think they're gonna go six and ten and miss the playoffs again. And who I think is going to be in the cellar is the Chicago Bears. I I mean, let's just be real. The fact that them bringing in Nick Foles from Jacksonville to come to Chicago just lets you know that they're saying, like, we missed. We missed on Trubisky. Um, I never was sold on him either. Um, And that's going to be talked about. If he, even though they named him as a starter, which I think they had no choice but to name him as a starter, because even if if you didn't name him as a starter, and probably Nick Foles should probably be the starter, if you didn't name him as a starter, they're going to be, is it, the, the talks is going to be like that. You're basically going to admit it that we missed. We missed on, we missed on Trubisky, the fact that we could have had Mahomes or we could have had Watson, and we chose a guy who only started one season in North Carolina, didn't have that many games. Uh, of starting in that much game field compared to compared to Mahomes, compared to Watson, and you went with Trubisky, and you traded up. You swapped picks with San Francisco. You moved up one pick to go get the guy. So that's going to show real bad that um, if they didn't pick, if they didn't start with Trubisky as a starter, they was going to show them that they missed. And I still think that they missed. Um, I just don't see them. I just don't see them doing that well either. And I think it's just it's gonna be time to move on from Trubisky, and that's not it. And I think they go in the cellar. I think they go five and eleven. Um, so that's that on the NFC North. Now, on to the NFC South. Man, once again, the South in both conferences are hard to judge for the it but for, for different reasons. The AFC South is hard because, like I said, those teams are like good, but they're not great. So everyone has a chance within those first four weeks, just about all the time. Now, for the NFC South, it's hard to judge because it's very unpredictable as well. But it's because so many teams can, like, get hot or get cold. 
can come out of nowhere. And this year doesn't make it any better now that Tom Brady is in the NFC South and is down there in Tampa Bay. Um, but I don't think that they win the division. I think the division still goes to the New Orleans Saints. Um, they go 12-4. and four. Um, Once again, uh, get one of the top seeds. I mean, Drew, B, Drew Brees, Sean Payton, they brought in Emmanuel Sanders, Mike Thomas, um, they're dealing with what they're dealing with with Kamara, but they'll get that straightened out. Um, just, the, just the weapons that they have, and defensively, Marshawn Lattimore, Cameron Jordan. Uh, just, I mean, what can you say? They're, 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 they're going to be great again. I can't. I honestly don't see them falling off like that right now. Um, the window is closing though, because what they're, I, I know what they're worried about. They're worried about it's the playoffs because that's three straight years now they've lost in heartbreaking fashion you had the minneapolis miracle um 2017 or 2018 playoffs then you had the 2019 uh nfc championship game where the missed um pass interference not called and everything like that and, and then last year um you know you lose to minnesota again in overtime where you you had a lead and then you, you lost it um but you know, they're just trying to see what the score's going to happen and what they're going to do once the playoffs get here. But I think, you know, they're going to – I think they're going to split with – I got them splitting with – um, I got them splitting with Tampa Bay. I got them splitting with Atlanta. But they'll sweep Carolina. They'll beat um, – I think they're going to beat all the other first-place teams that they have to play. Mm, yeah, I think they're going to win all those first-place games that they got in the NFC. Um, and I got them losing to Kansas City. So I know that's three of their four losses are coming from Tampa, Atlanta, Kansas City. And it's a possibility that they could lose another, you know, maybe to, you know, maybe to, maybe to, um, maybe Green Bay, maybe Philly. It just depends. Um, somewhere in there. But 12 and 4, winning the division again, first place, NFC South, New Orleans Saints. Um, I think Tampa Bay is going to make the jump. I think they'll make the playoffs. I got them going eleven and five. I think they'll get that first wild card spot. So the Vikings and the Bucks, I think, are locks for sure in the wild card spots. Um, I got the Bucks going eleven and five. Um, think about it. They went seven to nine and could possibly could have won uh, a few more games if Jameis Winston doesn't go thirty for thirty. Tom Brady's not going to throw thirty interceptions. Um, it might take them a while to get going early in the year to get adjusted. And it's not an easy schedule, but I think after a while they'll get it going and they'll go and they'll get to 11 and 5 and make the playoffs. How deep will they go? I don't know, but they'll make the playoffs. 11 and 5, the Bucs is going to be in. Um, third place, I have the Atlanta Falcons. Now, the thing about the Atlanta Falcons, it could the, the ceiling that I got from them is 9 and 7. I think they can go 9 and 7. Um, Getting Todd Gurley in in the running back position, you know, we'll see. It's a it's a trial run. If he's good, he'll be great. Um, I think Calvin Ridley's gonna have a breakout year. Julio Jones is gonna put up Julio Jones numbers. Matt Ryan is gonna have another pretty decent year. Um, it's just all depending on that offensive line. Can they stay healthy? There's you know a ton of first rounders on that offense. That whole offensive line, I think, is just about first round, and most of the starting eleven. On that team, my first rounders. Uh, they brought in Hayden Hurst as well. 
um, at tight end after losing Austin Hooper to free agency. They get Hayden Hurst on the trade. I think he'll have a great year because now he can be himself and be the main target at tight end because down in in uh, Baltimore, it was Mark Andrews and um, and uh, and I think Doyle was in front of him as well. I think Nate Doyle was in front of him as well, or Boyle, whichever one. But it was a three tight end system. He was the third tight end. Um, so I think that this 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 will benefit him a lot. And Matt likes to use his tight ends. Um, I say nine and seven, but it could easily be seven and nine again. I think they have to find a way to split um, with New Orleans and Tampa Bay. If they can do that, then they'll get nine and seven, and maybe could be in consideration for the playoffs. Maybe. Um, the Panthers, I mean, no Luke Keekley, no Cam Newton anymore. I mean, you got McCaffrey and you have Teddy Bridgewater. Outside of that, I don't know. Now, granted, all the draft picks were defensive players, but four and twelve. I think I think Carolina's gonna go four and twelve. I just don't see them winning that many games as well. I think it's gonna be hard for them to win um that many games. Cause man, I tell you. They got a stretch. They got a stretch. It's just ungodly. I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know who did this to them, but they got a stretch, man, where I'm talking about. It it, it can it can get rough. New Orleans, Atlanta, Kansas City, Tampa, Detroit, Minnesota, Denver, Green Bay. That seven-game stretch right there can get tough. Um right there in the middle of the season. So I don't know. Things gonna be hard for them to do anything. Um so that's why I got them going four and twelve in the NFC South. So the locks, New Orleans, Tampa Bay, Atlanta could possibly make the playoffs there be fighting for it, not quite sure. And then Carolina rounding up at four and twelve. And then finally the NFC West um, I have the Seahawks, Seattle, first place, not San Francisco. I don't think San Francisco is going to get first place this year. I think, you know, they came out of nowhere. They went 13 and 13 and three. That's cool. But I think Seattle gets first place this year. I think they win the NFC West 11 and five. Um, you know, think about it for the first half of last year, like Russell Wilson was <laughs> Russell Wilson was an MVP candidate. Him and him and Lamar was like nick and nick for the first half of the year. Um Chris Carson is a great running back. DK Metcalf had a good rookie year. Tyler Lockett is a great wide receiver. Um the defense isn't, you know, it's not LOB still, but I mean <laughs> Bobby Wagner, <laughs> great defender. Um they didn't get Clowney back, but I mean, they got Jamal Adams in the trade, giving up that many first-round picks that they gave up. They're trying to win now. So, definitely, I think Seattle gets the division. I think they win the division. They go 11-5. My second-place team is not the San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> they will not be second. I think the second-place team will be the Los Angeles Rams. I think they rebound. Um. Is it enough to get them in the playoffs? I don't know, but I got them going nine and seven. Uh, I think they, I think they get a chance to rebound. I think you know they were 
you know, feeling feeling the pressure of trying to um trying to um not have the Super Bowl hangover and and then get everything together. And, you know, I think, you know, what happened was um a lot of teams a lot of teams saw that Super Bowl and they saw what you know what the Patriots were able to do and you know most of those teams found the blueprint and was able to shut it down. Jared Goff struggled a lot um at times but I mean he got it going towards the end but they just had some losses last year that they just couldn't recover from um to where they tried to make a run they just couldn't recover from but I mean I I still think this year they're going to be great um I think they're going to be. I think they're going to be good. I think they go nine and seven, and a chance to make the playoffs. I think San Francisco is going to go eight and eight. I think they're going to get the Super Bowl hangover. Um, just the fact that once again, Kyle Shanahan had a team up in the fourth quarter in the Super Bowl and had a chance to win it and didn't win it. Jimmy G misses Emmanuel Sanders down the field. Um, just pretty much. Shot down their chance of winning that Super Bowl. They let uh, Kansas City come back and win it. And I, I think they're going to be dealing with a hangover. Granted, I mean, you know, great moves. Getting Javon Kinlaw in the draft and Brandon Ayuk. Um, they traded away uh, Buckner to, to the Colts. Um, but I think that they're going to deal with a Super Bowl hangover. So, but not too bad where they're going to go under 500 and not have a winning record. Or not have a losing record, but not making the playoffs. Eight and eight. I don't think they make it. And rounding out, I'm gonna go with the Cardinals. Um to finish last again in the NFC West. Six and ten. Um, I just think they have a chance to be sneaky good and maybe kinda like the Bengals, maybe ruin some teams' chances of making the playoffs or getting in anything like that. I know they're like a sexy pick, or they could be, or they could be this year's Cleveland Browns, where everyone's picking them to make the playoffs or do anything like that. But I think they're gonna go six and ten just because of just really, um, just solely off the strength of their division. I mean, they're Seattle, they're San Francisco, L.A. I mean, though the a lot of those teams are probably still better than them. Yeah, everybody did kind of improve, but. A lot of those teams are like still better than them. And then when you think about teams like uh, Minnesota, Philadelphia, Atlanta, there's so many teams that's probably like in front of them. So I just don't know how they could get in into the playoffs. But I said the same thing last year about San Francisco. I didn't. I had them going six and ten last year. I was just. I didn't think that. I didn't think that you know they would. Um, Make it just because of Seattle and, and, and LA, and then they go 13 and 3. So, who knows? Um, they could be. I mean, I like Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray had a great rookie season. Um, they still got fits for another year. Uh, Christian Kirk, um, they get DeAndre Hopkins in the trade from Houston. Uh, King and Drake play well for them. Um, you know, Chandler Jones, Zach Master on defense. So, they have, um, <laughs> you know, they got a lot of guys that uh they can um you know get together and possibly you know could surprise some people, but I just don't know if it'll be enough just off the strength of the division. So Seattle, 
11-5, Rams 9-7. San Francisco takes a step back, Super Bowl hangover 8-8. Eight and eight. and Carol- Arizona, not Carolina, Arizona uh, goes 6-10. So from the looks of it, I have Saints as a one seed. Uh, Seattle, Green Bay fighting for a 2-3. Whoever wins that division between the NFC East has the four seed. The Bucks at a five, the Vikings at a six, and then I have one, two, three teams at nine and seven. The Falcons, the Rams, Eagles, Cowboys, whoever doesn't win that division, and then 49ers at eight and eight. So Definitely going to be a competitive year. I think it's going to be a great year. I can't wait to, for this season to get started. Um, probably what's going to happen is I'm going to try to get a podcast with the gang on Saturday, possibly, hopefully, if everyone's free um, to do something. I probably, I'll get the gang back on here, you know, the ones who – the usual suspects who are really on here with me. And I'll have them listen to this. Like, I'm going to have y'all listen to this. I want them to tell me when I'm wrong. And I want them to get some predictions. And then we're going to probably talk about the game from Thursday and then get ready for predictions on Sunday and just get to talking there on what games interest us, man. So I appreciate y'all tuning in. Um, Man, like and subscribe for real to the podcast, man. It's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Just look up and search the Easy Easy Money Sports Podcast, man. Um, These episodes are going to be trying to Trying to come to you more and more often here for sure as much as I can. Um, football season going, basketball season is still in effect with the playoffs. We'll definitely try to uh, dabble in about that, and um, and we still might hit on some some um, different issues that's going on, you know, with with within the world and um, college football too as well. With you know players opting out and um, you know conference only and you know seasons playing and how many games is going to get played and everything like that. Um, definitely be on the lookout for it man so um uh, like i said like and subscribe to the podcast man i don't I, like i said i don't have any set days where i drop episodes it's just when i get the chance to we do it and we just go from there and man we just have a good time and we just talk you know what i'm saying we just we just talk our we just talk our sports man you know what i'm saying so um definitely do that no means no um peace love and tranquility Man, protect ourselves out here. Um, you know, wherever you at, if the mask is mandated, go ahead and wear your mask. You know what I'm saying? Be safe out here. Um, COVID nineteen is still a thing out here, man. I know people is probably has gone back to work and get it back started and some places have opened back up, maybe not full capacity yet, but open back up and there are some places that's open back up full capacity. So uh man, just be safe out here. Um, make sure you're, you're wearing your mask. Please stay safe. Um, once again, no means no. And uh, peace, love, and tranquility, man. This has been another episode of the Easy Money Sports Podcast. Be on the lookout for it. This was episode 11. Tell me where I'm wrong. That's going to be the name of it. Um, so look on it. Listen to it. Give me some feedback. Let me know. Tell me where I am wrong. Once again, another episode of the Easy Money Sports Podcast. Easy Money Sports Podcast. This has been another one. I'm out.